0: Thank you. welcome to episode twenty-eight of the uh, podcast Run to Discover. Uh, just thank you, everyone that's been listening. Uh, it's been a few weeks, but uh, we're back at it with just a few days after the Boston Marathon, a uh, few days before the London Marathon, and give or take week and a half or so before the OKC Marathon. Um, yeah, it's going to be an exciting time, springtime. It's been good all around. I uh, just wanted to hop on, talk about kind of a small recap of Boston talking about like my race leading up to it the last few days to it um and just kind of talk about how OKC is coming up and all that and see just to see what everyone's doing but yeah everyone welcome and stay tuned uh to see what we keep on going um but yeah let's get going uh just first thing uh after a few days after the Boston Marathon body's feeling good uh legs are feeling you know the normal stiffness soreness especially the quads Um, For whoever you don't know, Boston can be kind of a challenging course with it being a net downhill. But at the same time, you're climbing up some hills um, at the kind of a midway to the end of the uh, marathon. Um, But quads are feeling it, especially the day after on Tuesday. Um, So we will keep it going and see what we can do. Um, But yeah, let's get going to see what uh, we can keep doing. But yeah, let's jump into it. Uh, Boston being on Patriots Day uh, just a few days ago. Uh, for me, it was it was a good good race for the most part. Uh, I've been kind of open about, obviously, me trying to run a PR of it being a two hours and 35 minutes and 14 seconds. Um, it's been, gosh, now it's been five years since I've run that at 2018 Boston. Um, yeah, I felt like I was able to maintain that pace and I was capable of doing that. Um, that morning, with it being such a good morning, I believe it was like in the uh, high 40s, probably, into like the mid, low to mid 50s. Um, not Honestly, not much of a headwind. um After what they were kind of saying, it could be a 5 to 15. Um, again, it could have been windy, but I just didn't really feel it as, you know, we're running with so many runners that we can just tuck in um, and not really feel that wind. Um, but, yeah, I feel like I was in shape to do faster than that 235. Um, I wasn't too far off until the last few miles. Um, But yeah, I feel like super close and it just, you know, wasn't my day at the end of it. I ended up running uh, two hours and 40 minutes, 13 seconds, I believe. Uh, I know the last, gosh, 23, 24, 25 miles, I was averaging like six fifties. Thankfully I didn't walk, but just kind of frustrating after like the last few weeks you know you were doing so well and the workouts were doing just great um and it was just a great morning to run fast but it just ended up not being the day but no worries um everyone did run great it was awesome to just see um for example Char- Char- charlie charlie uh, i think his official time was like 236 um saw him uh, the last few miles as he passed by and he looked great. Uh, Alex Davis, 238, I believe, and I came next. Uh, Jonathan Mason was 242. Uh, gosh, let me just go down the list. For example, Jeff Beck, 249.32. Carl Jackson, 249.33. Um, Lopez, 249.42, which was, I believe, a 40 second PR. So all of these guys were crushing it. John Janak, 250.15. Jason Hatfield, 254-24. He had a killer run. Um, Sam Stalkup, 254-44. Awesome. And the you know list just keeps going on and on. Uh, Eric London, 259-41. Uh, I know he was out there just pacing a good crew of a Stillwater. Uh, and then Sean, two, uh, 3 hours and 3 minutes, 21 seconds. Uh, Mike Brown, 304-41. I believe first female Oki was uh, Sheridan three hundred six twenty five. Mikhail Montgomery, which I know she started in the elite field, um, was just kind of battling through some injuries leading up to Boston. She finished in three hundred seven forty five. And yeah, those were like the definitely the names that a lot of us recognize, a lot of us know of, you know, just from running. Um, so yeah, it was good to see all of those people just crush it. Uh, for me, I feel like. Going back to it, no issues up until Friday morning, which, yeah, let's jump into it. So Friday morning, uh, Bailey and I flew out pretty early. I think we had a 2.20 wake-up call uh, just to not be in a rush, not have any issues. Uh, our flight took off like 5.15. Uh, so, yep, super early morning, no Blakely. Blakely was staying with the grandparents, but... Uh, for us you know got there just in time and uh, not, not just not just in time but we got through plenty of time uh felt like a normal morning um up until we were in our first flight going out to st louis for a layover uh you know trying to sleep since we had you know had an early morning uh and then within a few minutes you know i think we were maybe 20-25 minutes out from landing in st louis uh listening to music so it all just hit me. Uh, it started. I started to get hot. Um, gosh, what else? Hot, sweaty. Um, I had that feeling that I always have. I'm about to throw up, um, or maybe even go to the restroom. I, I don't know. Um, had that feeling, and you know, that, that probably happened within like two to three minutes. Uh, and I, you know, stopped listening to music. I turned to Bailey. like, said, "Hey, I'm going to use the restroom." And I start walking to the back of the plane to see if I had to throw up or, gosh, poof. Um, take a few steps. I'm almost to it. Um, definitely feeling lightheaded, dizzy at that point. And then I feel like I was slowing down. And I put my hand on a seat, which I assumed it was a seat, but it ended up being a person's shoulder. Uh, next thing I know, I am waking up on the ground on the aisle of the uh, plane um, so I passed out. Uh, again, it could be you know my blood sugar went down early morning. Um, not sure exactly what it was, but yeah, I passed out. I had a couple of flight attendants uh, that were over me. I had a lady that probably was like a doctor, or a nurse, kind of checking my pulse as I was waking up. Uh, they were all asking me questions about you know, do you know where you're flying to? Do you know your name? Do you know where you're sitting? Were you flying alone? Um, flying Southwest, we don't have a signed seat, so I'm like, I have no idea where we sat. Uh, but I do finally, I did finally remember that uh, we actually sat in the emergency exit row, so I was able to tell him. That's when Bailey came to the back. Uh, and she had no idea up until then, but she did realize that, like, man, he's been gone for a while, but I just never put two and two together. Uh, but yeah, she was a little scared, obviously. Uh, I again, I have no idea what happened. Um, If you all want to listen to John Janak's story, beside of his story, you know, he, same flight, so he was asleep, and he woke up to seeing me on the ground drinking some juice, people around me, so he's like, man, is Luis just telling a story, you know, why is he sitting down in the aisle, kind of scary, Um, but yeah, honestly, after that, I went back to my seat, I actually ended up throwing up that juice they had me drink, Uh, and I mean, within my next couple of hours, I felt just fine. Um, was able to put some food down once we landed in St. Louis, but yeah, no excuses. It was just kind of a weird situation of that happening. I don't believe that took a toll on my body Friday, Saturday, Sunday into Monday's race. Um, probably just thankfully I had all day Friday recover. I was able to go to VX, but I was able to go to a kind of a shakeout run on my own that Friday evening. So again, it was just between, let's say seven o'clock in the morning through like nine-ish, nine in the morning that I was kind of feeling it. Um, again, not sure why. Thankfully, again, nothing bad, I didn't have to drop out of the race um, and not blaming that as an excuse. I was able to have a f- plenty of days to recover and hydrate. So there's that. Not many people know about it. I did tell, you know, like Luis Lopez, Ben, John Jeanette, cause he was on the same flight. Jeff Beck, he was on the same flight. Uh, I told a few other people as well, but yeah, not many people know, that I passed out on Friday morning going to Boston. Um, pretty crazy. Uh, fun way to start out a flight, you know, just anywhere kind of embarrassing that that happened to me, but yeah, um, shout out to Southwest and their crew. They were able to I guess, take care of me and uh, feel just fine um, afterwards. Uh, but yeah, then, you know, catch, caught her flight to Boston. We were good. We landed, got to our hotel, expo, you know, all of that fun stuff on Friday. Um, bib number 706. Uh, so it was pretty easy to get mine. Um, and at the same time, this year at the expo, I, I, mean, I was the only one that maybe could have noticed it. But um, Adidas... Did not let any footwear vendors show up to the expo, so the, in my opinion, the expo was pretty not the best. I know expos are kind of dying out ever since the pandemic, um, and yeah, I feel like Boston's was the same. Obviously, Adidas had a huge, huge section of selling apparel of their shoes, um, but in the outs, the, you know, the other booths were not super fancy, not a lot of big ones. So honestly, I think Bailey and I picked up her bib stayed in line to buy a jacket at the Adidas booth, um, which took forever. Um, after that, we got some nutrition and walked around and I think we were out of there within 10, 15 minutes after we, um, got a bib and bought that Adidas jacket. But yeah, um, kind of stinky, but no worries. So that was all Friday. Again, I felt good. Had no issues after eating lunch, dinner. Um, into Saturday. It was good. So yeah, me passing out, I guarantee it was just you know, maybe low blood sugar. Who knows? But it happened um, and not going to blame it for Monday. Uh, again, I had plenty of time to recover, which I did. Um, but yeah, uh, Saturday morning came through, but Bailey got to run the 5k again. So shout out to her. Uh, she enjoys about 5k um, every year, um, even though she wanted to do the marathon and. Maybe one of these days she'll get out there again and qualify. It just kind of seems like she was supposed to run it in 2020 when the pandemic happened. Um, But no worries. That's what happens. So, yeah, Friday – I'm sorry. Saturday I got to watch the 5K. Uh, Those elite runners are just cruising along. Women – I think women's winner was 1501, 1502. And the men's winner was like 1326. Uh, Yeah, uh, definitely fun. We actually didn't even – Watched the imitation of miles. We completely forgot about it. Uh, but later that afternoon, I met up with Luis Lopez at the uh, shakeout run at, with Puma in the afternoon. Did a few miles. Did a few strides. Uh, and then went straight to watch the uh, GOAT. Elliot Kipchoge was in the States. He talked. Uh, looked like he had a busy schedule leading up to Boston. And maybe that's why caused him to not do as well in Boston with other factors. Um as you may know, is the uh Nike Kenyan runner at uh personal best of two oh one oh nine, I believe two oh one uh Berlin. Um he's the one that uh went sub two hours in twenty nineteen, uh one fifty nine forty or one fifty nine thirty nine. So he was in the States first time in, in almost an in a decade. Um did well but not to his standards but it was fun to watch him speak talk it was like you know john anderson espn analyst said like man this is like if tom brady was in town but probably bigger uh Kipchoge, Kipchoge is definitely a huge influence to the running uh, world and it definitely showed it so a lot of people were out there just listening to what he had to say uh it was definitely fun so yeah let's get to monday morning so monday morning Again, two hours forty minutes. Uh, I was cruising along for at least a little over halfway, but I was splitting like you know anywhere from like five forty-six, five fifty-two, five fifty-four. You know, I was like five fifty pace. Uh, come across one sixteen thirty-one, which if I was able to even split it in Boston, that would have put me at one at uh, two hours and thirty-three minutes. Would have been awesome. Um, if not, I would have had like a two-minute gap to if i were to slow down i would still kind of try to stay close to my pr um, it was feeling good uh, i was taking gels pretty much every five miles actually did take one before the race maybe 10-15 minutes prior uh, choice of the gels were uh, more than gels uh, which was huge that's kind of what a lot of us trained for or uh, train with um, so yeah took one before again 10-15 minutes Before the race, I took another one, a non-caffeinated at mile 5. I'm going to try taking a caffeine at mile 10. Um, Something about that taste, that flavor uh, does not settle well with my stomach, so I maybe took not even half of it, very little of it. Um, But I feel like taking the caffeine gel at mile 10 was going to help me through those hills um, rather than taking it at mile 15, which... I've done in the past. So did not take a lot of it mile 10, uh, and I felt like I was gonna feel it come mile 14. That's whenever I kind of started to not go to a dark spot, but I'm kind of like, oh, okay, okay, I'm hurting. I know these hills are coming up. Um, But a couple minutes passed by and I felt good. Mile 15 comes through. Um, I split a 558, take a gel, I'm feeling pretty good. Um, And that's, I know right before some good hills the overpass hill which is right after the fire firehouse station um not too shabby this year compared to last year i was able to maintain a good pace i was with a good group uh and i just kind of stuck with it uh the hill that really got me was that mile 18 hill give or take um which is one right before her break hill obviously that one i feel like got me pretty good still split at 613 but yeah definitely that's one like okay okay body's starting to feel it you know mile 18 i got maybe an hour to go give or take i'm in a good spot um mile 19 split 606 so i at this point i'm like okay i need to stick to s- as low as six minutes as possible just to kind of maintain that uh, pace um, and yeah again mile 19 606 6, like i mentioned mile 2616 right before her break hill um, which nope it's not a steep hill like mile 18 hill um, but this so at mile 2021 20, you just don't want to see uh, and it's not too steep but yeah it's just a wrong hill at the wrong time. i split a 655 which would be my slowest mile of the race 655 um, and after rides is pretty much a downhill kind of finished. It flattens out a little bit as you're about to finish. Um, so mile 22, 615, 621, 651, 654, 654. Those were my last few mile splits. Um, and that's whenever I'm like, man, if I could have just maintained like a 615, 620 pace, that would have shed two minutes, two and a half minutes, been a good two hours and 38 minutes, give or take. Um, but did not, no worries. Uh, but that's what uh, ended up being. I know I, didn't walk, so that's a plus. Uh, and it turned out to be a good morning. It was just kind of a few, you know, maybe I should have took a non caffeinated gel all miles 5, 10, 15, 20, and not have messed with the caffeine. Um, no biggie. Uh, but at the same time, overall pleased with it. Um, only downside is, uh, you know, going from a 116.31 first half to then running a 123.42 in the second half. Yeah, uh, again, that's what put me at two hours and 40 minutes. If I was able to at least maintain a 120 in the last 13 miles, 237 would have been awesome. But hey, no biggie. Uh, I was able to get through it. No walking. um, And it just was awesome to see, gosh, just everyone out there pretty good. I think I I don't even know what place I finished. I was like in the 600s out of like 26,000. So I I guess I beat beat my bib number of 706. That's a plus. Uh, just we'll see how it was I I mean again leading up to it was awesome no issues outside of Friday morning accident I was sleeping great Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday morning kind of Sunday night I was tossing and turning kind of you know the night before the race you don't sleep too too well Um, but yeah uh, Monday morning was awesome almost a perfect race I felt like I could have maintained that if it wasn't too hilly at the gosh moss. 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. Those hills obviously work the body and your quads are barking at you. So, yeah, if again, if I was running like maybe like a grandma's or a Houston or a CIM, I, maybe I could have PR'd. Um, and I won't know. Um, I know I want to PR. I'd spent five years in the marathon and I feel like 235, 14, I can crush it, but just i guess i got soft at the end of this race and it it's no again no issue i just kind of disappointment disappointing of you know kind of a good training block leading up to boston some good 20 miles many 20 miles 22 24 mile long runs and some good crushing workouts so uh that's the only really downside uh but let's talk about some shoes like shoes when it comes to races i end up using the vaporfly next percent three which came out gosh two two and a half weeks ago i uh, was able to work use them in a workout felt great my next percent twos were kind of almost to the dying point of you know how many miles they have and you know i ended up using the vaporfly threes and the white ones so they felt great they didn't get too dirty with the rain um, i don't know i feel like the apple flies are still kind of too clunky for me and Uh, I just need to keep with the Vaporflies. But uh, yeah, I feel like good shoe, obviously, uh, all the pro runners, Evans Jabet, Adidas, Helen O'Briery. You know, Helen was from On. So shout out to On and their shoes, Um, the Kaboom Echo 3 on that too. So pretty awesome to see, I guess, the other brands step up. Um, Maybe I need to try the the pros with Adidas. Um, I know. Addy, who I've been coaching, is running London in the next few days, and she's been rocking the uh, Adidas Prime X, which has a 47-millimeter stack height, so technically uh, uh, the professional athletes would not be able to wear it. Um, but Adidas is making some good shoes. It's just been so long since I've even worn any. Um, but, yeah, um, and that kind of, you know, segments to uh, London. London would be this Sunday, so in a few days after this episode drops. Uh, Addy he has been there for – a week almost a week and she's I know getting used to that time change she's trying to you know have a good time before London and she enters a pain train but honestly I have no pressure to Addie or any one that is listening but close to Addie I feel like um, me you know working with her and setting up uh, training plans I feel like she's in a good spot um, I know her and, her, her and I have been texting and talking Kind of the game plan for Sunday. Um, honestly, I feel like I know it's supposed to rain and she's ready for the rain and kind of chilly day. But I honestly, I feel like if no issues and nothing happens. She can get really, really close to three hours. Um, when she came out to me to coach her back in January, she's like, okay, I just wanted 310. And I said, okay, awesome. Yeah, you can definitely do it. And you know, since then, she's Ran like a 124 half in Stilly. She's crushed some amazing workouts, some long runs. Um, so I feel like she can maintain that pace and stay with a good pack, and she might surprise herself. And heck, she might even surprise me and uh, everyone else. So I know that's going to be exciting. i um, looking forward to how Addie does um, here in the next few days. I know the time changes like six, seven hours from here. So I believe it'll be like 1 or 2 o'clock once she gets going, 1 or 2 o'clock in the morning. Um, I believe she said she like starts at 10 in the morning on Sunday morning. So, yeah, um, definitely need a tracker, need to download the app, and it'd be freaking awesome if she just PRs and crushes it. Um, but, yeah, uh, London would be coming up. I know I'll be searching – to see who all is doing. It. I know there's a deep women's field that uh, is looking pretty good um, on that too. So even the men's side, so definitely need to look into it, who all is running it. But I guess for me, it's just kind of focusing on Addy and making sure she's leading, doing well and leading up to what she needs to do. Um, but yeah, um, hopefully have Addy here next couple of episodes to kind of recap London and see how she does. Hopefully she has a perfect race uh, and we'll go from there. Uh, and then OKC's April 29th the uh, marathon uh, good friend uh, kind of a co-host Ben he's running the marathon so I know he is excited um, he should have done his last big workout this week freaking awesome of you know he kind of kind of wants to run a like 222 223 um, hoping for a good day when it comes to weather hopefully it's not hot and humid Um If anyone knows who else is running it, I know like Christy Coleman's running the half, uh, Mark Thompson's running the four marathon, but gosh, outside of that, I don't know who else is running it. Um, So if anyone does, please let us know. Let's make sure, you know, I know News 9 is going to be covering it. Let's just make sure if someone can reach out to them, to Mark Bravo, let's let them know who else is running it just to be sure um, as they deserve to be talked about. And but yeah, my plan is to be out there Sunday morning of the 29th to kind of support Ben uh, in any way that he needs. Um, so I won't be doing much that weekend. Obviously, I'll be working the expo with Red Coyote. Uh, and that should be good as we're on our feet uh, a lot. So should be fun. Um, but yeah, guys, uh, just wanted to hop on here, talk about my Boston experience. It was Awesome in London with Addy. Hopefully coming up here soon. She does it well. Man, I'm excited for Ben and OKC. Uh, even after you know April, I believe, gosh, and May May 19th. I could be wrong on the date. Uh, there's going to be a mile night. Bishop McGinnis uh, o- OCU is going to be hosting it. Uh, I'm going to put a link in this description to see if you know. Do any of you, us adults want to run a mile? You know, on the track, can we all go out there? I mean, it's not for high, just not just adults, but high schools. We're gonna have an elite mile. Um, it'd be awesome to have a good crowd. I know Coach Frazier from OCU is definitely kind of trying to make it big, set it up really well. Um, but yeah, I believe that's May 19th. I could be wrong, but I think that's the date. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like that's probably what I'll maybe hop in just to see what I can do in the adult mile, uh, and see what we can do. Uh, I know running that fast is not easy at all, but it should be, it should be fun. Right. Um, so I think that's what I'll do next. Um, just kind of let, letting, my legs kind of recover. Yes. I'm running two miles, two and a half miles, nothing crazy. I'm listening to my body after Boston, um, but I'm still running. Uh, it's not like I'm going six thirty pace, seven minute pace. I'm going like eight 30 to nine to 10 minute pace if needed. Um, and then we'll see next week how it feels kind of get, uh, get going. Um, I was like would like to run a good fast mile if I do sign up and run it. Um, But yeah, before hopping off, I definitely want to, I guess, just shout out to all the kids I'm coaching. And now, like, all because of Addy, um, I've had a few adults reach out to me to coach him via marathon, half marathon. Uh, Shout out Jenna Jarvis, who lives in Colorado, used to live here, um, coaching her for like maybe a month now, a little over a month now. Um, she'll be doing OKC half so the t- 29th here. Um, excited for her, and it's been awesome to kind of see where she was and where she is now. I know she has a one-year-old daughter and family. Uh, I, I totally get it. So, yeah, um, making time to do the runs and workouts, it's been awesome to see that. Um, gosh, and then with just the high school kids, uh josh kenley Carbon, all those guys jo- uh cole blake um definitely doing pretty awesome as i know most of them will be running the state meet regional meet here soon um so yeah before we know it it's gonna be summertime and we're gonna get the ball rolling and all um here with yukon actually she just committed to running with us this summer um and i know it's been it, feel, it feels like forever uh david david target uh not, or oh or, or so, excuse me or nike tech rep um i'm coaching him too it's been pretty neat to see kind of what he wants to do he wants to have some accountability uh, and just wants to kind of just maintain um fitness and then hopefully do well you know going into the summer and all uh and it's been pretty good um so appreciate all of you all that's been rocking the oklahoma project singlets uh and races or just tagging us uh, and you know it's been great um just kind of seeing, again, the brand grow. We're building the brand. We're trying to do whatever we can. Um, and it's been good. I, I, so thank you everyone to just all that has been doing that. I know little things, but it means a lot to me. Um, even, you know, listening to this podcast, I'm just doing it just again, because I want to, you know, people feel like we need a good running podcast, um, hoping to get you know, like Addy after London or Ben before OKC or like even Charlie after Boston. I know just schedules are tough right now. Um, You know, we work, teachers, coaches, uh, retail. Uh, I mean, we're just obviously family, parents, um, that just gets kind of, you know, not in a way, but it just keeps us busy um, and all. But yeah, um, shout out to everyone that's been crushing the miles. Uh, It's Again, it's warming up here in Oklahoma City. So like kind of what we... Wow, me and John Janak started this podcast last year in May, Uh, you know, hydration, you know, if you can run early in the mornings, start ready, you know, maybe in the evenings, but yeah, prepping to see now that this podcast, I guess now it's coming up on a one year, I believe it was like May 27th or so, give or take that we started it. Um, It's changed a lot. Um, Love having some special guests on here Uh, and Heck, I'm doing some solo episodes just to keep episodes going, just to keep it going. Um, but yeah, I feel like everyone's been having a good time. Uh, and I feel like, gosh, guys, shoes. We always talk about shoes on this podcast or anything, new discoveries. Uh, the Pegasus 40 uh, just came out. Uh, I, honestly, I've been pro- prototyping a shoe elsewhere So uh, with Nike. So the 40, I definitely want to get my hands on it. Uh, gosh, the Invincible has been out for a while. I'm still loving that one. Um, The Super Blast with Asics, still loving it. I'm still in my rotation. Uh, If you all can get your hands on the New Balance Super Comp, the Fuel Cell Super Comp Elite, definitely get it. Try to get the Cosmic Pineapple Color Wave. That's a sweet one. Uh, Awesome racing shoe. Uh, Gosh, and even shout out to uh, uh, Asics and Deodora. Asics just has been crushing it with the Joe Nimbus. If you haven't got your hands on it, Try it on. The gel Nimbus is doing really, really well. The new gel Cumulus just came out this month. Hopefully, that does as well as the Nimbus. Uh, and then the Keano which will be updating this summer. Um, huge update. Um, so, if you overpronate and need stability, uh, stay tuned for that uh, gel Keanu 30 uh, as that's coming out here soon. And then Diodora, I know they have a sick. Shoe that just came out because of it it being recycled. Um, the ACBC shoe, uh, it's been doing looks pretty sweet, men's and women's. May have to try to get my hands on it just because it looks awesome. I bet it feels great. Uh, but yeah, guys, thank you all. Uh, if you all can, if you're listening on Spotify, Apple podcast just leave a review. Five star reviews would be awesome. Um, not that the podcast is going to grow enough, but. For you people that do listen, thank you. Um, And yeah, stay tuned. Hopefully I can get an episode out here soon with someone talking about a race and you all don't have to listen to me for hmm, half an hour. But thank you all and you all have a great day. Bye.